a long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Interrogation. While trying to find the identity of the elusive pirate queen, Bale, skipping grieve, may have scared off their only lead. Will the trio find the secret identity of the nefarious space pirate? Or will it be done in by a sassy clerk? Welcome back, everybody, to another fun adventure with Group B here at Flight Risk. I am Dwayne, your GM, and we're going to dive right into our player character questions and introductions. First up, we have Kyle. Kyle, how are you doing, buddy? Wonderful. Cool. And you are bringing our favorite Twilight back again today? Of course. I don't have another character, so this is the only one I'm playing. <laughs> you might have decided over, you know in between sessions or whatever, to roll up another character. I don't know your life. That would have been great. <laughs> I will be playing the Ewok son of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, See, so I can uh, have an Ewok. <laughs> You've given away the show there, Kyle. Just, that's inside baseball right there. Geez. Yeah, man. <laughs> All insider, right. insider information. Our question for our uh, player characters today is if your character could own any pet in the Star Wars universe, what would be their pet? What would Skip love to have? Well, Skip has not thought long and hard about this, but outside the ship one day, through the porthole, he saw this creature flying through space itself, and he's always vowed that he wants one of those, and they're called Pergil, and they are space whales. Nice. So I can imagine that being like him just writing on the back of it, kind of like an album cover for Skip's first CD or something. Yes. <laughs> Paint it on your van. <laughs> we already have a van with a Wookiee on a dragon. We don't need a, a Twi'lek on a, on a whale. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We also have with us Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. Doing very well. And let let the people know who you are playing, Senor. Yes, I am playing the loudmouthed uh, Bale Bronda a bounty hunter that has a very loud mouth and doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, Bale Bronda could have a pet, what would he like to have? So, since we kind of discussed this earlier, and you won't let me have an Ewok, I guess I'm going to have to go with a Lothcat. And Lothcats are adorable. <laughs> In fact, I would probably... I think Bale would most likely want to have a Lothcat more than he would like to have an Ewok. Right. But Ewoks are still cool. Ewoks are very cool, but they're sentient beings. And kids, <laughs> we don't keep sentient beings as pets. That's called kidnapping and slavery. <laughs> All right. How dare you, sir. <laughs> and last... How dare you. <laughs> last but not least, we have Pete. How are you, Pete? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. And who are you playing? Remind us. Well, I'm playing the curmudgeonly outdoorsman, Grieve Ondola, Duros Explorer. And Grieve in his outdoorsman time, what would he like to be hanging out with on top of a mountain looking at a serene vista? 
Uh, you know, this is like probably the hardest question. You know, actually, and it's it's actually sad because now the uh, the name of the creature has has kind of skipped my uh, brain here. But you will be able to see that creature if you watch episode three, Revenge of the Sith, the really sweet climbing lizard that Obi Wan rides. Oh, okay. That would be pretty yeah. awesome. I thought that those guys are pretty cool. Like they seem pretty chill, but at the same time, you can like ride them and they climb walls. So like, why wouldn't you? They are boga, boga, varactyls tamed by the Utai beast tamers. There we go. Yeah, very good. Kyle with the save. <laughs> he's a font of knowledge. I'm glad he's here. So as uh, Bale is trying to get behind the counter, you see Seth heading through the back of his shop. And running out his back door, he flips the switch, and his security door is starting to lower. If you want to make it try to dive through this door, I'll make a, we'll say an, uh, a regular athletic check to see if you can get to the door before it closes. So, Bale, if you want to roll against your, I guess, athletics, or coordination, I guess, if you're trying to make a, a parkour type thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, what am I... Yeah, let's see. Athletics is not one of my strong suits, so... One success, two threats. Perfect. As Bill leaps over the counter, does some sweet uh, jump from table, dives, slides into the door, Indiana Jones style. Um, What are... Let's see. That's what he's going to slide out the door, which means Skip and Grieve have a droid to deal with. Um... I'm going to say that those two threats, uh, the door slams shut, the lock gets stuck, so if I call out for help at any point, um, Grieve and Skip uh, cannot break through that door. Okay. I was going to offer that his blaster falls out on the other side of the door as it closes. Oh, why okay. are you trying to get me killed? <laughs> well, I, 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 think with, I think with two threats, one threat can it's be the, the door gets jammed. The second threat can be his uh, blaster as he does, slides across the floor, kind of bounces out of his holster and is left behind. So <laughs> great, we, we have okay. an unarmed bail. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is just one of my slug throwers. That's the pistol. I still have the rifle. So. All right, so we're going to try there, Skip. (laughs) (laughs) Skip had nothing to do with that. That's your mistake. That's your poor rolling, sir. (laughs) Don't don't blame us because you can't roll virtual dice. No. I'm just over here making offers. (laughs) All right, so we're going to dive. We're going to cut back to uh, Skip and Grieve, and they have uh, a droid they have to take care of, who's not specifically a battle droid, but it's a big, bulky kind of resource droid. So let's roll an initiative and see how quickly you guys can take. I want to shout out something. Of course. Before we roll initiative. Uh, Skip's going to go, Ninibong! Ninibong! <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So you actually get, do you actually yell out Ninibong? Oh, yeah. That, that, that's what that's the proper response to Baweep Grana. Okay. So I'm going to need you to tell me why Skip knows how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> because Dwayne said it. I rem- and I'm a big Transformers but fan. why in-game would Skip know? 
Oh, well, so Skip is well, well versed with the Ankh's language after having languished there after a ship broke down on their home world. And he's well acquainted after having spent six to eight months in a backwoods bar singing um, Ankhian language songs that he knows that when uh, it's a, it's the old uh, version of cheering in Ankh's where they, you know, where... Um, what is the thing that they do in soccer where they go uh, something, something, and they go, oi, oi, oi. Oh, I was thinking Mexico right. soccer. I was thinking football. You're thinking soccer like in England. Okay. Yeah, I get you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, when you mention soccer, the first thing that pops into my mind is a goal <laughs> for, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Um so that's what Skip does. He literally yells out Ninibong because he's used to having heard it after all of his uh, his performances. They would yell out, Ba Weep Grana, Ba Weep Grana, Ba Weep Grana, Ninibong, Ninibong, Ninibong. And that's, that's so Skip is well used to Onk's language just for that specific chant. All right, so Skip yells out Ninibong refle- <laughs> reflexively, and the droid's eyes go from a burning crimson red back to a passive blue. He grabs its broom so sweeping it Wish I knew more c- command words in onks. Huh. Good save. I mean, you could shoot it anyway. Grieve, like, looks at you. <laughs> I mean, it's a dangerous threat. Pulls out the blaster and pulls out the, sh- the sidearm and just, like, Takes a pot shot. <laughs> <laughs> you just executed a poor helper droid. All right, take one shot. Not a poor helper droid. Let's be realistic. This thing's a yeah. murder droid hiding as a helper droid. All right, it might come back. All right, so yeah, shot it. I'll say it's gonna fall over. You put a hole through it. It is now on the ground. This guy's gonna fix his droid when it gets back. Exactly. The 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 pack man. Better use a meme. Alright, so you guys run over to the back door and it is locked. Uh, it has a control pad, or you could try to physically force it over. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Uh, Grieve makes his way back behind the counter. Okay. And, uh, just kinda like takes a, you know, sweeps his eyes over the whole place. Like maybe there's a little control panel or, uh, uh, Password written down somewhere. Sure. Uh, do a perception check uh, against three purple. No luck. Uh, fail and two threats. Right. So yeah, you are looking around trying to find anything that could point you in the right direction, and you are just baffled by the amount of half-fixed, put-together tchotchkes that this guy's working on. He has inventory for days. It just it's organized chaos to him. But yeah, you can't make you know, hide no hair of it. It's all trash, Skip. It's all trash. No datapad or anything. Well, no. There, there, there's definitely a da- there's definitely a datapad. He said he was looking for something out in the open. There was no like uh, inventory booklet or anything. There, yeah, there could be a datapad. But he was. It's, it's it's shop. So yeah. How I wish my sister was here. So you guys can try go through the shops if you find any information about the the helm. You could run out the front door, run around the back of the shop, see if you can catch up to Bale. Oh, that sounds like work. Uh, 
Well, we've... <clears throat> Look, we've, we've got time to case the joint afterwards. We don't have time if this guy gets away. I think we should go help. Go help Bale. That's like running and things. Well, skip can skip say behind okay. us. Case the joint skip. while the other two go after him. Oh, good. hold the yes, fort! I don't know what God is speaking, but I, uh, I will stay behind in case the joint. <laughs> My hero, grief pulls out his sidearm and kicks open the front door and <laughs> runs around. <laughs> skip has one brawn, like one. <laughs> Don't need Braun to shoot a gun. <laughs> but to run after the guy. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to cut back to Bale. He uh, pops up, realizes that his blaster is no longer his hip, and he sees Seth making his way down the alley. So, uh, what are you going to do here, Bale? You chase him, shoot him, what are you going to do? Well, I, I'm, I don't think I want to kill him. Uh, even though I lost my uh, my slug thrower uh, in the slide, uh, I'm going to continue to chase after him. Sure. Okay. Give me, um, we'll say, an athletics check to see if you can catch up to him against two purple, and it's trash day, so there's a bunch of trash cans out in this alley, so I'm going to do black as well. Cool. I'm flipping a destiny point. Sure. Um, to turn my one green into a yellow, <laughs> and rolling, only to end up with one failure. Damn that trash! <laughs> the one of the stores, uh, or one of the the shops by is must be like a restaurant of some kind. And this, instead of throwing their grease in the repository, they just dump their grease in the alley. So Bale's running, slipping and sliding, losing distance on uh, Seth as he's running down the way. Cool. I can't physically catch up to him. Yeah, with failure, no. He's getting farther away, yeah. Yeah, at that point, I pull out my my rifle. I'm gonna try to shoot him in the leg. Hopefully, that'll uh, slow him down just a bit. Because that, uh, in itself, is a little bit better of a roll. It's a ranged heavy... So. Alright, so that's going to be uh, three purple for the distance he is uh, away from you. Two successes! Alright, so <laughs> how do you how do you clip him? So, uh, I, I pull out my slug thrower rifle, and I look down the sights. And I, he's like kind of pushing through a crowd, jumping over a few trash cans, mm-hmm. trying to get away, and then I count down three, two, one and it like clip it, it like hits him directly in the calf. Um, it doesn't it, like it hits him directly in the calf, but doesn't like break a bone or anything. Um, it kind of kind of like a flesh wound, and he falls like face first to the ground, stopping and rolling a couple of times, while everybody in the street is like completely like baffled and confused as to what just happened. Uh, I just leisurely walk over there and uh, <laughs> and go to grab him by the back of whatever clothing or garment he's wearing on his upper torso. And I go, all right, buddy, I gave you a chance and you decided to run away from me. 
that's not good. So now, instead of us having a uh, a nice friendly chat, we're going to turn this into a little bit more devious. And I drag him by his garment back to the shop. All right, Grieve, you come around the, the corner and you hear the gunshot and you're able to see uh, Bale dragging a bloodied and whimpering and crying Seth back towards you. Panic-stricken citizens are kind of looking around. Some of them are running because they just basically look like this poor lizard man is going to be killed by this bounty hunter. And I'm seeing this now. Yeah, you're just seeing yeah, people running and dragging a bleeding person towards you. Yeah, I, I walk over. I kind of, I don't, I don't stick my gun in anyone's face or anything like that. But I kind of like wave people around, like, <laughs> away from us with the gun in my hand. Move along, citizens. Yeah, I, Everything's cool. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Mind your own business. Go away. There's important things that need to be done here today. That sort of rhymed. Grieve kind of leans over and looks at the wound and is like, Nice. Thank you. I'm a pretty good shot. Better you than me. I'd imagine in a world that has bounty hunting on a regular basis, people getting shot in the street wouldn't be that too uncommon. Because people are always breaking the law. I'm just breaking the law. It would probably happen. I grab an arm. Like, I grab one side of him and uh, grief helps uh, Bale drag him back to the shop. My name is Castian Sire. Taken as a child, trained as a youngling, sold as a slave and saved by the Empire. I am tired of others defining my life for me. So I shall take my destiny into my own hands. The Fandible Solo Shot is a two-person actual play audio drama using Fantasy Flight Games' Star Wars Force and Destiny system. Set in the waning years of the Empire's stranglehold on the galaxy, follow Imperial Inquisitor Castian Saya as he seeks a greater understanding of the Force. The saga continues, new episodes every Thursday. Search for Fandible Solo Shot on your favorite podcast platform or learn more at Fandible.com. And may the Force be with you. So they're bringing it back to the shop. Uh, Skip, what have you been doing while they've uh, left you alone in the shop? Are you shopping? Or Oh, no. Skip has found some sort of cloth and has covered the droid. Okay. And he's fiddling with the data pad confusedly. Do you want to give a check? God, no. I suck at that. Hey, where do things go? What's the worst that could happen? You get, you get a despair or something and you, you break it? <laughs> I break it? All right, fair enough. All right, so as you're fiddling with this uh, thing, trying to get it to work, the back door slides open again, and... The front door, you mean? The, well, no, I assume that you can come back to the back door. How, the back door's locked. The owner of the shop is locked. I assume... Oh, okay. He's being drugged by the guys with guns. I assume he's going to unlock his door. Oh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. He doesn't seem very brave. The back door opens, and you see a blo- bloody lizard person being pushed through the door by your two new friends. Your best of buddies. I move to the front and flip the open sign to closed. Good idea. 
just he <laughs> hobbles over to the, the chair he was kind of the bench he was sitting on at the front when he was working the Ezra's cane and he, I what do you guys want? I I just sell knickknacks. What do you want from me? Yeah, I think you do a little bit more than just sell knickknacks there, buddy. Uh try again. I'm not falling for it this time. What do you mean you're not falling for? Uh, well, I'm not not trusting him anymore. I'm looking for information. And if it comes down to it, I will beat him for that information. And I give him this like... No, you won't. This man ran away from us in order to avoid any hostilities with the Pirate Queen. We don't need to threaten him with further violence he's already worried about in the first place. We are good friends to this man. <laughs> good friends that just shot him in the leg. Yeah, what good friends we are. We're, uh... I think what Kip's saying is that we could be better friends if our compatriot just sees the light. Are you okay? I just, I just want to make, just want to make my stuff and be left alone. Why do people keep coming and asking to do this stuff? I just, please, just leave my shop. I don't know anything. Listen, friend, you give us what we need to know, and people aren't going to be coming around asking you about some mask ever again. Alright, so I'm looking at this needs to be a check of some kind, you guys do. Coercion, charm, whatever you guys feel is up your wheelhouse. Actually, I think Skip's doing a really good job playing good cop, so I would recommend that he, he rolls his uh, his little charm on that. I would like to either do charm or negotiation. Okay. Like, I feel like there's a negotiation here that will make it worth his while, or I can just charm him to say, uh, I, I don't feel like lying to him is a good idea, but I need to say, like, we're the good guys here, despite you being <laughs> shot, as we try to tend to his wounds and uh, and then make a charm check. So whichever you would prefer uh, thematically for story. I think charm will be a, a good way. This guy, this guy probably needs some friends. So... Uh... The check for him, then, against your charm is going to be uh, one purple, two red, and because he's scared for his life right now, it's going to be uh, an extra bullshit. So, there are a lot of aggressive and hostile people out there, and we are not amongst them, despite um, evidence to the he contrary. Just, we are the good me. guys How here. How are you not aggressive? He just shot me! I, I... There, there. It, it will all be all right. We will be gone from your shop all too soon. You have so many beautiful goods and services here. <laughs> I'm getting up away from myself. Mr. Bryn, you are a exceptional, skilled individual, and I feel that we are doing a great disservice by having scared you off the way we have. We are doing service to your world and to this country. In bringing low she who shall not be named. Help us, and we will make it worth your while. Or else. And I will roll now. So, uh, a triumph, three successes, but four threats. Wow. He's just kind of just silently sobbing there just a little bit. I just, I'm tired of this. I just... I'm good with my hands, you know, and I like to build things. And then this woman, she comes in with this design, this helmet, and it was okay. But I was like, you know what? I could make it so much better. 
and then I made it. It was probably the most the most beautiful thing I ever made, and now people come here and shoot me in the leg for it, and I just I just want to get off this planet, right? I just I don't want to be here anymore. This is not for me. This listen, all I know is this woman. Her name is Mandy. She works for the Double Star Tourist Bureau. She came, ordered the thing, and that's it. That's all I know, and that's that's it. I'm sorry. She just, I mean, she's still open. I mean, I can give you her number, her address. Just, I'm sorry. I just, I think I'm losing a lot of blood, and I'm busy. No, all right, all right, all right. Fine, fine. Okay. Uh, why don't we go ahead and try to give this guy, like, do a medicine check or something? Because now I'm starting to feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> um can uh, i can i ask that my triumph be that he made a prototype or a, a first version of the helmet that's almost a carbon copy of the one he did make sure, sure. so we we actually have another of the helmets just look over there on the back under uh, under the box there no no not that box to your left not your left my left that box right there that's 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 the beta okay that's the first one i made it looks it's not as finished, but it, that's the gist of what I showed them that what they love. That is almost the same thing. You know, if you didn't know any better, that's probably the, the helmet. It looks just like it. I mean, it's not as shiny because I didn't buff it out and stuff, but you don't buff out a little bit, so it's time. But that's kind of what the helmet looks like. Is there any tech in the helmet? Uh, no. It's just a helmet. It's just to cool. conceal someone's identity. And can the four threats be that EMS and the local constabulary are already on the way? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would definitely say... I mean, it's a lot yeah, of time. I would say definitely you start to hear the sounds of uh, sirens because there was just still a gunshot and someone probably called and said, I, I think there's a murder happening at Seth Burns' shop. <laughs> you know, um, the guy sells yeah. toys to my kids. I don't want him dead. So... Um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and roll that uh, medicine check. I'm going to say that the difficulty is actually easy because of my character history. Sure. Of, uh, uh, that we have not talked, well, that we have not uh, brought up on the show just yet. So. Um, well, I will say this, that this is a, it's a gunshot wound. It's going to be average difficulty of the two, but I'll give you a boost for your previous experience. Cool. Uh, one success, two advantages. Perfect. All right. So yeah, Bale, you as these guys sobbing, talking to talking to Skip, Bale, mm-hmm. you start patching it up. You have you know some bandages or whatever. You wrap the wound. You get the bleed yeah. under control. Uh, I, I I look over to him and I go, "Well, you're lucky that I'm a really really good shot because this could have been about maybe fifteen to twenty times worse. Uh, just a flesh wound. You'll be all right. It'll heal up in a couple days. You'll be good." Uh, as far as uh, you wanting to get off the planet, well... We will help you. Exactly my thinking. Uh, you've been very forthcoming, and I appreciate that. Even though we had to have a you know a little mix-up outside, uh, I hope that there's no hard feelings about that, but you have to understand that we have a job to do, and, uh, well, we kind of needed your help, and you decided to run instead of just simply talking with us. So, <clears throat> sorry? It's... When anybody talks about the twin sons, it's it's never good. I just, I panicked, and I'm sorry. It's just, 
I just really want to get it. I hear, I don't know if you guys have heard but of this planet, but there's this planet called Coin, and it's, I hear it's nice. It has a really good, like, strong artisanal community, and that's what I do. I make these with my hands, so I, I'm trying to save up money to buy a passage to Coin, and I know they have, like, a gladiatorial pit that just, I mean, I heard it went bankrupt, so I think someone now knew was owning it, because, I don't know, there was some, like, crazy bet that, like, basically broke the place. And now instead of a gladiatorial pit, it's kind of like a, a tourist theme parky thing. So I think I could really go over there and, like, make some money. So I'm just trying to get the coin. I've never heard of the place. We can definitely find a way to get you there, though. Yeah, I like a little gladiatorial fighting here and there. That sounds like a good place. All right, look. Um, here... Like, does he have like a crutch or something that he could use as a crutch <laughs> lying around the shop? It's it's a it's yeah. He's got there's probably some canes or something he can use to help him walk. Oh, I I give him the broom from his broken droid. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the broom and goes. What what happened to my my droid? He's- he got ninny ball. Wait, wait, if you used Mini Bong, why is he on the ground? You should just be sweeping. How do you know Mini Bong? Oh, you're supposed to say the word? Oh. <laughs> Grieve just side-eyes, Skip. <laughs> I'm very sorry for your loss. Well, I can fix it. I can It'll fix buff it. out. Exactly. Alright. Cool. Okay, so look, I want you to go to the stopport as soon as you possibly can. Uh, you got you got your little crutch there. Go ahead and hobble over to the stopport and uh, ask the uh, anybody where the Star Hawk is at, and uh, just tell them that we're going to be uh, that, that you're you're a passenger on the ship. Uh, tell Perry that Bale said to take care of you. And uh, tell Pip that he needs to come over here and then clean up this mess of a bot here, collect all the pieces, take them back, and start the rebuilding procedures. Oh, okay, so great. I, I don't have to buy a ticket then, so I can use the money to start my business. That's that's great. I mean, this is, other than the, 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 the gunshot, this has been a pretty great night. Yeah, I'm not that terrible of a person. And if you have any goods you'd like to bring with you, you can have them loaded into our cargo bay. And yeah, j- just be careful. Pip can get a little uh... <clears throat> handsy. Well, that too. <laughs> All right. So he's like, "Yeah." He'll start grabbing a box and start trying to find some of his best things, tools, and start packing them up. So yeah. he's giving you guys uh, the address, the location for Mandy at the. Double Star Travel Bureau. That's where. That's who paid for the help. All right, cool. And then uh, I also look over at him. And go, oh yeah. And they won't believe you when you first start talking to them. Just say, uh, just say, just tell them Enforcer Force, and they'll they'll get it. <laughs> the password. I dig it. <laughs> All right. So you guys heading out the front door? Or what are you guys doing? Uh, I guess we're heading out the front door. Okay. You guys step out the uh, front door, and you are greeted by a few police vehicles and some officers with their guns out. Put your hands up. What's going on here? You have reports of gunshot. Someone took uh, Mr. Green into a shop. 
What's going on? Who are you? As you can see, Mr. Bryn here is uh, walking off into the sunset. Isn't that right, Mr. Bryn? Yeah, he's... Uh, Seth will pop his head out with his box. Mm-hmm. Uh, George, George, don't worry about it. It was just it was, uh, it was a misunderstanding. Uh, a gun kind of accidentally went off, and I got shot in the leg, but it's fine. It, it's good. It's all good. Just, these are my friends. I don't know their names, but they're my friends, and it's all okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it later, I promise. Go tell Mary. Go home. Kiss the kid. Everything's cool. I promise. Everything's cool. And the officer looks, like Seth shakes his head, and this is probably not the first time he's had some shenanigans down at the job, and goes, just, don't get killed. My, my kids love your toys. Just don't get killed. <laughs> we'll be sure to send gifts. Nice. And I give him this big boyish, like, innocent smile. Alright, the cops get in their uh, little cop speeder duty bobbers. I ask for directions before they leave to the tourist bureau, the Double Star Tourist sure. Bureau. Yeah, the Double Star? Yeah, that's just going to be about two blocks down. You make a left. If you get to Sam's Churro Stand, you've gone a little too far. Just turn around. Go back to shop. It's right there. Uh, that's if I don't want a churro. I, that sounds even yeah, better it's now. It's kind of equally between the Churro Stand and Bantha on a stick. It's right there. No, I, I, I would prefer a churro. Um, I, I, is this a reputable place? I've heard some things about the Double Star Tourist Bureau. Is it new? No, it's been here for a while. I mean, I've never gone on one of their tours. They kind of do, uh, like, touristy, sightseeing stuff. They go through the craters and the caves for people who come here and want to see stuff like that. I mean, it's if you live here, you don't really need to see the craters. So I've never done them. And, you know, you mentioned, I don't think I know anybody who's ever taken one of their tours. But they've been there for a couple of years now. You don't say. I do say. I just did. Sounds as about as legit as anything in this town. Excellent. Are you trying to besmirch my beautiful city? Saying we're all corrupt criminals, sir? Absolutely not. Nobody said anything of the sort. Come on. I think you're. I think that's a reach if I've ever heard one before. I will be fair. There was someone who just shot up one of the bars the other night. I, I wouldn't go in there again. We usually, usually have pro- trouble with tourists and stuff. Citizens. <laughs> X-lay on the boss day, Skip. X-lay on the boss day. It's that scum that comes off planet. comes ruin things for us all. Fair. I completely we'll keep agree. our eyes out for them. Well, thank you, officer, for your directions. All right, be safe out there, boys. Will do. <laughs> Drive safely and make sure you catch those criminals before they do something stupid. Do they do the dickish thing where this before they start the car up? They go. Oh, of course, Of course, they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure you know they're there. <laughs> Quick, hide all the stuff. <laughs> All right, so you have your directions to the Double Star Tourist Bureau. Uh, and the churro mm-hmm. stand. Yes, there's Bantha on a stick, and there's a churro stand. The churro oh. stand's too... If you hit the churro stand, you got too far. 
Uh, it could, it's gone exactly where we needed. <laughs> this is exactly my thoughts. I was just like, do, do you think we could uh, we could go a little further than we really need to go? Because it sure sound pretty pretty good right now. This is Star Wars. I wonder if a churro is actually like a small rodent-like creature that is good. I'm gonna say, oh my god, say, uh, it's probably say well, so it's probably like a small like reptile lizard thing that tastes just like a churro. It's very cinnamony and warm, <laughs> but it is it is definitely a meat churro. But yeah, it's like a thing on a stick. Ooh, and you, is... you know you can get dipping sauces for it. All that stuff. <laughs> I want all the sauces. All of them. Every sauce that you have, I want a little cup for. Do we have we time? We have for plenty that? of time. There's always time for churros. Always I, green. I, that's his slogan on the side of his wagon there. Churros are the ship. I'm just saying. Alright, so you guys start walking back from the churro shop. Three or four churros in hand. Bale's got like a baggie with seventeen different cups of dipping sauce. Skip's got a uh, you know churro shirt on. It's all good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I stopped at Sam's. <laughs> yeah, stopped at and got Sam's churro shirt. I'm sure Skip's trying to get uh, grieved to wear a hat, a big old churro hat. <laughs> Treat. Uh, Grief has the helmet, so he do, I don't. He doesn't need a hat. I I uh, I go up to the person <laughs> serving the, the, oh, no. uh, the churros, and I go, "Hey, you know, this is a pretty good uh, place you got here. Um, you got some cards that I can maybe pass around. Uh, I do. I do <laughs> get you know around across the uh, outer rim quite a bit, and it might be worth your while, especially if uh, you know you give us a couple." Maybe, let's say, 10, 15 churros? Free? Huh? I show him my, my, my shiny little, uh, my shiny little, uh, bounty hunter license. Churros, not free. Churros cost money. They do cost money, but if it gets out into, you know, out in the open that your churros are the best around... Uh, maybe it might be worth your while. He points up to the sign that says Sam's Churros. Underneath it's a neon sign that says the best churros around. <laughs> you see, <laughs> I didn't even need to look at the sign to know exactly what this stand is all about. Because I can already tell you that I am a believer in your product. I'm comfortable with my 472 positive Space Yelp reviews. That's good enough advertising for me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So we're big on Spelp and all the social media sites. We don't we don't need bounty hunters advertising. If you want to buy some churros, you can buy churros. Alright, alright, fine, fine. Can I get a picture with you? Of course. I'll put it on my Spelp account. (laughs) Grieve, Grieve, take the photo, take the photo. (sighs) Grieve's got the helmet and one like tucked under one arm. <laughs> just like one hands this space camera. <laughs> All right. Click. 
Okay, are we done now? Yes. Should I make you do a computer check to make sure you actually push the right button? <laughs> his, his thumb was in the way. Oh, no, it's something other than survival. <laughs> You're the GM. All right. I think it's actually a survival check. All right, you got your picture with Sam, the, the master churro maker. Got all your churros, got your sauces, got your shirts. You got your churro-shaped building, and now you're heading down to the double star. Double star. Uh, travel. I mean, twin sons, double star, this seems really on the nose. It makes sense. I mean, if you got a, th- a good theme going, you might as well keep up with it, right? Now I'm just waiting for a bar called Twin Sisters. Do you think they're going to see us coming from a mile away <laughs> or five miles away? Well, hopefully they, they'll see us while we're like three feet away because, uh, I kind of want to get this done and over with. Maybe we should have stopped for balloons then. That is a very good idea, Grieve. Is there a balloon shop around here? You already have one churro-shaped balloon. You already have we one churro-shaped balloon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. yeah. But we could always use more balloons. I mean, like, we can maybe dress up as clowns and maybe try to sneak in as uh, entertainment or something. All right, so, uh, yeah, you uh, walk into the Double Star Travel Bureau. And uh, your little jingling bell as you enter, and yeah, it's a basically if you ever seen a movie from the eighties or so, eighties sort of thing. There's old dingy posters showing different sites on the planet. You know, certain craters, famous caves. You know, a, a river rafting adventure you could pay for, and all the posters are definitely old. It's kind of not really dusted in here. Uh, there's one uh, small table off to the side, uh, a couple chairs, and uh, a young woman, a uh, human woman, behind uh, a counter, just staring absently at her data pad. With uh, She's chewing her gum. She's popping it. She's got her hair is nice, big, and teased. She has some plastic jangly bracelets, and uh, she grabs some uh, hairspray, pops up her hair a little bit with some more spray, goes back to her data pad, doesn't really acknowledge her existence. Uh, so is she, like, just, like, dousing her hair in spray? Yeah, she's just spraying the crap out of it, puts it down, goes back yeah. to her data pad. So, like, as I approach um, to talk to her, she starts spraying her hair, and a lot of that aerosol... Um, hairspray gets into my eyes. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, it burns! Ah! What's... Oh, oh god. Oh, I can't handle this. Uh, You see, you made me cry. Oh, is this the... the, Where am I? Is this the travel bureau place thing? I need to get around. Yeah, blows a big bubble, pops it. That's what science says. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. What kind? Of, what kind of travel do you guys do? Yeah, we like, uh, like, totally do like all these types of trips around like plays, like people like them and stuff. So, like, yeah, they travel, they pay us, like, like you know, like you know stuff. All right, all right. What's your most uh, illuminating popular travel destination? Is she wearing a name tag? Yeah, she's got a little name she's tag wearing- on. It says Mandy. 
What's with the 20 questions? So she flips through her, her data pad. I would like to get caught up in a world of uphill climbing. You can see that the tears are in my eyes. And nothing is rhyming. Oh, oh, Mandy. We're looking for an opportunity to go to the Black Wind Canyon. Crater. Black Wind Crater. You just said half an hour ago you didn't like to run. <laughs> I don't want to run there. I'll take a little speeder trip and see the sights, take the pictures. Like, um, <sighs> let me check. Hold on. Does she cotton at all to Blackwind Crater, or does it just, like, nothing to her? Nothing to her. Like, that'll be, like, we can fit you in maybe, like, three months. Three months. Yes. That's our next open. Oh, interesting. Why is it? Is it the off-season, or some sort of mosquito issue? Love. She turns her data pad, and just all the reservations are filled. <coughs> it's booked. It's booked. Like, you know, it's a popular, like, tour and stuff, like, you know, and it's booked. There's nothing we can do to bump one of those bookings off. I'm sure you're, you're very good at your job, and you take it seriously. But three months? How do you make money if... Uh, you got more people willing to pay for this, and you're already booked up. That's not my issue. I just sit here, I people come in, I put in the reservation, and that's all I do. My boss comes in, that's I don't ask questions. Well, can we speak with your boss, then? They are not here right now. They come maybe tomorrow. What do you mean, maybe tomorrow? You're not too sure if they'll be here? Can we call them, or... Make an appointment. They come in when they want to come in, and, like, I don't ask questions. Like, they just totally, like, just pay me, and I just sit here and tell people that we are booked. That's mostly what my job is. Interesting. That is very interesting. How often do you turn away poor, destitute uh, tourists like ourselves? Frequently? Mm, A couple times a week. Mm, interesting. Do you have a way to contact your boss? <laughs> they just come in when they come in. Listen, I just... This is an easy job, and it like totally pays for all of my needs. Do not go <laughs> ruining this for me by looking behind the curtain. Okay? I don't ask questions. I look around for a curtain. Oh, no. We're not trying to look behind the curtain. We want to be the people behind the curtain. Looking outward. If you're not going to go on the wait list, I totally need to leave. Because I'm really busy right now. I understand. How often are people put on the wait list? Mm-hmm. About a month, I guess. And what's your boss's name, just so that when we look, go looking for them, we can arrange a meeting? His name is, uh, Nanya. Right, <laughs> yes, I'm aware of him. I, I think I've had dealings with him off-world. <laughs> or perhaps is his last name Business? 
Get it. You know him, so they should have no problem finding yeah. him. Good with that. All right. Right. Ha ha ha. Very, very funny. That's all I got. <laughs> um, one, one last thing there, Mandy. Um, <laughs> you, how long have you been employed here? A little over a year. Excellent. I, I've heard that this place has been here for a couple of years. What happened to your uh, predecessor? I don't know. There was just a sign in the window. After I was getting some churros, and I thought this would be fun. And you do know who you are working for, correct? Sign on the outside. Um, so based on her posture and her tone, can I understand if she genuinely does know the answer to that or she just genuinely doesn't care? Um, I think she doesn't care. I think you would definitely, she doesn't care who she's working for. She's getting a, a constant paycheck and she doesn't really care what goes on in this place. As long as she's in this, in this establishment and she's getting paid, if people come in and she just turns them away, that's essentially what her job is. It's an easy job. She's a teenager, like early 20s. She doesn't care. Her job is to tell people to go away and she's paid for it. Right, yeah. Mandy. Huh. Okay, well. Fair enough. She's going to get paid well today, or at least poorly for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mandy, can, can I ask you a question? How much do you get paid? Enough. Enough? How much is enough? Enough to keep you coming back. Very well. Uh, could I, just the way that she's talking about that, can I estimate, like, maybe how much she's getting paid just to sit up there? Um, well, yeah, I guess you can figure out. I mean, it's a, it's a regular, I, mean, I don't know what Star Wars minimum wage would be. There's whatever a regular counter jockey would make. It's, it's not a okay. super job, but the, the perk of this job is that you literally do nothing for your day. Yeah, so like a couple credits then. Maybe let's yeah, just say like 10, right. 15 credits. Give her enough like a day. Enough to buy her a few exactly, games at yeah. the club. Cool. Um I I throw down 100 credits ago. Here's 100 credits. Go have some fun. Take care of yourself. Get your nails done. Do do what you do. All Wait, wait, Bale. All we want to know who she gave the helmet to. That's I was just going to well, we don't want her to leave. No, no. All right. All right, fine. Uh, so, all we want to know is who uh, asked you to get a helmet from, uh, what was the other guy's name? <laughs> yeah. It, who, yeah. Who did you pick up uh, a, a helmet for uh, from uh, Seth Brin's place? I... At that point, uh, Grieve kind of puts the desk on the table in front. Hey, it's another one. A fool. No, I I just came in and there was an envelope with instructions. There's a hundred extra credits in it for me. I walked over to Brins, gave him the thing. A couple days later, he brought it back. I put it on the hold on. She gets her data pad, scrolls down a little bit. Um. Yeah, one of the ones going out to the craters. I just put it on one of the crater torque crater torque uh freight and that was it. Easiest oh, excellent. ever made. So when's the next uh freighter going to the crater? 
the next uh, next opening is not going to be for like three months. Oh, I'm not talking about opening. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a constant flow to the crater. Well, we do have tours that leave like uh, every day or so. Yeah. Great. What time do they come in? That's that uh, proprietary information. I don't think I should tell you. Uh, how about for fifty more credits? Oh wow! So so out of character, it seems to me like this this is a front for them to be able to just drive their ships around the planet willy nilly as the as tourist vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yep. So with that, uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, definitely. And right? this girl has either no idea or doesn't care. Yeah. All right. So, I'm sorry, Bray, you said you did what? Oh, um, I was saying, uh, so I was asking her, so I, I go, uh, what, here's 50 more credits. Could you tell me when the next freighter goes to the crater? And that's the second time I've rhymed. <laughs> can I have can I? oh Mandy it's a very and, uh, episode uh, I'm also going to roll a um, let's see here negotiation yeah ne- negotiation if that's possible seems like coercion and can I take a boost dice because I got money on the table oh uh, yeah but I think uh, coercion yeah like how, you're trying to convince her to do something so yeah I think coercion co- Negotiation is like if you're trying to make a business deal, but you're trying to convince you that somebody gets your best interest. This is a business deal. <laughs> what is she selling you? Information? Yeah, she's selling me information. Well, she's not. You're trying to get her. I'm not trying to trick her. She's not. A, well, no, but she definitely doesn't. She's not. A, she's not. A, like, she's not in this you know. with you. You're trying to get her to make a deal with. You. You're trying to convince okay. her to make this deal. All right, fine. But yeah, I so want to flip a destiny point. You can get the boost die for. Uh, Right. All right. Well, I'm going to flip a destiny. Okay. Turn one of them greens into a yellow. Yeah, she has just the two. Just the two green. But I will definitely, like, uh, I'll do that. I'll flip one back since I have them. Our session's almost over. So, yeah, I'll flip one. So that gives it uh, one red, one purple. Oh, man. One success. Yes. Hey. Aha. She, t- she takes the credits. They leave every morning about sunup. Sunup. Great. Th- thank you for the information. Uh, and if anybody asks, well, you, have, you, you didn't see us. How about that? Didn't see him. Mandy, are you saying that morning just another day, <coughs> happy people pass your way? She looks at you just, just exasperated. <laughs> I'm looking in your eyes. I see a memory. I never realized... How happy you've made me. Oh, Mandy. <laughs> yeah, we're done here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. If you liked what you just heard, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Every review helps more people find the show. If you want to reach out through social media, find us at Flight Risk Pod. You can choose the light. You can choose the dark. Sometimes you have no choice but to run. Uh, so why does this sound familiar, Dwayne? What does coin sound familiar? I don't know, yes. Skip. Why does coin sound, coin sound familiar? I've never heard of it. This, you know, this is the, the, the planet that season one happened to be for the other group. They had some adventure there.
Oh, that's why it sounds familiar. Okay, it's a metagaming thing, <laughs> this, this not is, an in-character thing. This is building, Never mind. This is like, you know, fleshing the world, making the world of the yeah. storylines connecting. It's called storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, nature stuff, fancy stuff, and, like, totally all that stuff. Oh, that wait, we, like, wait, totally Dwayne. Get Como. All of that again, but you have to not do a southern accent. God damn it, did I do it again? I just slipped into it, didn't I? <laughs> Fuck. I think in my I other... It's been every single character this <laughs> yeah, session. Yeah, I think in my other life I was southern. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Picture Fran Drescher. This, I'll have to re-record myself. Just I have to hire someone to do all my lines. <laughs> become Fran oh, Drescher. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I will try my best not to do that. It's funny. Oh, you have openings in the next few weeks. <laughs> oh, well played. Well played. <laughs> well done. Whatever. I'm over here singing. I, <laughs> I won't lie. I think that name, thinking that you probably someone would go with the song lyrics. Yeah, right. Either that or like Roxanne. Should have your name. Roxanne. You don't have to put on the red light. I'm terrible with uh, Sting. <laughs> but, uh, that, that's an outtake, <laughs> folks. That's a ringtone we're going to offer on Patreon. 